Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spelunkers, a game exploration podcast. I am Tom, joined by Chris. Hello. Ryan. Hello. And Tyler. Hello. And this is our bonus episode um, for Infamous Second Son. We are doing Infamous First Light, which has fetch in it. Yay! No, Delson! Yeah, <laughs> Although, we'll get into that. We pretty much have Delson in here anyway. He just has a different name. That's... Uh, that, come on, that dude is way worse than Delson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was telling Ryan this earlier, um, mm-hmm. but the voice actor that is Reggie is also Shane. Mm-hmm. No way. And Yes. Is which, the same Which guy. tracks... And it is um, Travis Willingham. Travis Willingham, who is also married to Laura Bailey, who is the voice of Fetch. And he was talking to her like that. (laughs) Yeah. You should see the way he talks to her on Critical Role. (laughs) (laughs) That's Dungeons and Dragons stuff. It is is Dungeons and Dragons stuff. I was going to say, I don't know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Someone go get his nerd card. It's, so that uh, was that, <laughs> that was my fun fact that I had for this. It's a fun fact. So yeah, I didn't yeah, know that, that much. Fun. At first, I was just like, "Man, he sounds familiar." I'm gonna look up who this voice actor is. I'm like, "Oh, well, that's the same guy." Oh, would you like to that? know? Would you like to know a fun fact about Laura Bailey? Sure. She voiced Keiko Yukimura in Yu Yu Hakusho, which I named my dog after. So, how about that. So Ta-da! Your dog is Laura Bailey. My <laughs> dog is. Laura Bailey, in essence, yes. <laughs> you have a lot of money, man, for living in that house. She's making a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trust me. Especially all the grooming. <laughs> um, so, uh, any early thoughts before we dive into like the story stuff on First Light? Why wasn't this uh, the main game? Why was this the DLC? It's so much better. <laughs> That is a fair question. Also, yeah, well, not only that, but why are all the like side quest or, you know, just the side stuff so much better? Yeah. And Infamous Second Son, like just the races in general. Like I had more yeah. fun doing that than any of the sure as hell is better than freaking finding the secret agent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird that there weren't any yeah. like races really with all the different mobility styles that weren't available in the base game. Although this, the, the neon was always the best uh, movement style. Yeah, and they just make it even better here. They take the best style and make it better. So I don't know. Yeah, they also they they could learn from uh, the crap that they threw out in Second Son because this came out afterwards. So yeah, for sure, they definitely learned in that short time frame from when um, that came out and then First Light came out. So one of the things I really liked about it, besides just like the movement and stuff is I liked her, like, regular melee combat. It mm-hmm. had, like, a nice weight to it. Whereas, like, Delson's whip, it always felt kind of off, like his little chain whip. It never really felt satisfying to do. But comboing her regular, like, bolt neon attack or whatever it was, I can't yeah. even remember what it was at this point, and then her, like, punches and kicks and stuff, it, like, felt really nice. Yeah, and then that, even with the um, with the triangle and square moves you could do uh, to the... Like when it give you the little prompt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. To like yep. subdue and. Yep. Although those seemed to come up randomly, I didn't, never was really paying attention on how that was happening. 
and then all of a sudden it would just be there. I was like, oh, well, I guess I'll do this now. Is there something that it was like an upgrade for enhanced melee attacks or something like that? Were you guys surprised that they didn't do any like karma system stuff in this? Not no. really, because it's so short, it makes sense. And I also have written down like I'm glad that they don't bother. It's it's very unnecessary for such a short experience. Yeah. Plus, she kind of goes through it herself. Like, as she's going through things, like, she's like, I don't yeah. want to do this, but I'm just doing it for Brent. And Shane's like, do this. Yeah. You're so sexy. And I'm going to look at you in weird ways. Cause but you got like to say it like you're from Texas, though. Yeah. Texas ass. There you go. <laughs> classy jokes here. Classy. <laughs> hey, I actually have that written down because she does say that to him at some point. She calls him Texas. Um, so we start out. It's very similar the way it starts out is that of Second Son. You get the start screen. You got Fetch and Brent sitting on the rooftop overlooking the city. And it goes with the credit roll. Seven years ago, a small group of humans called Conduits emerged, each with the ability to manipulate and even weaponize a unique form of matter. After a string of deadly incidents, the Department of Unified Protection, the Dupes, was created to hunt down and lock up conduits in a specially designed detention facility called Curtain K Station. And uh, as it comes up, the we fade into like this wintry forest uh, outside of this facility where we see Fetch sitting in her nice orange, I don't know, prison suit with a tank top on. Uh, she's cuffed and Augustine is talking to her and the voice is kind of fading in and out like she's not completely focused. She Augustine asks Fetch to tell her what happened. She begins to tell it, her story of how her parents called her in when they found out she had powers um, for the government to come and pick her up. Uh, her brother Brent helped her escape. Uh, most of this stuff is things we figured out uh, already playing through Second Son. She said they did less than desirable things and they were just on their way to do one last job so they could get out of Seattle. So when we start off, they're having some banner. They're loading up a boat to do this. Uh, cops end up showing up at the dock and Fetch doesn't want Brent to get like caught basically he must have been doing more unsavory things than she did so she distracts the cops says hey look at this and starts what she does her faster than light run i think is what they call it and runs away he's like don't use your power she's like don't worry i'm not gonna kill anybody currently because i'm not (laughs) yet Uh, man that changed quickly didn't it yeah as you just basically run through the city just trying to lose the cops uh after you lose them Brent ends up calling you saying you have to get to um, one of these high rise. I don't remember what it's called, Uh, but you have to get there. It's a penthouse. You have to go in there, steal a red duffel bag. You're like, oh, no problem. You make it to the penthouse and, you know, there's just a bunch of the Russian occurrence there. You take them out and find the duffel bag. But then you're like, oh, look, there's a nice shiny briefcase right next to it. I wonder what's in it. Let me open it up. Oh, it's a bomb. Let me hold on to the bomb for a little while. <laughs> oh, the bomb has exploded. Uh, you go flying out the window, basically end up on the street. Um, I don't think she doesn't really get knocked out. I think it's more just like a daze because she's kind yeah. of it. It's not like the Delson thing where he just like fades to black and he comes back up and it's like, oh, God, what happened to me? <laughs> uh, Brent calls you. He's like, are you OK? Were you in that explosion? Like, oh, my God, what's happening? I'm like. Oh, there was a bomb there. There was a bunch of Russians. He's like, oh, crap. They found my boss. It's like, we got to get out of here. So you tell him to 
get the engine going and you'll meet them there. So you just start zipping across the city. Um, I don't remember exactly what happens, but I know you get there and the boat is like on fire. Like it looks like stuff just blew up. That's pretty much uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the Russians may have been there. Uh, you find Brent's phone. You start looking for him and you find his phone because you try calling him. Uh, Fetch starts to lose it, goes into like one of those, uh, like the stenciled flashbacks, basically. So she has a couple of those. Throughout yeah. The yeah what is she? That's she's having panic attacks, right? Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, basically she starts to have these panic attacks. She goes to a happy place, which is always thinking about Brent, which coincidentally has not helped her any times in these, this game. <laughs> Every time she has a panic attack and thinks about Brent, she ends up exploding in this great, like neon light explosion. Mm. And she gets a new ability. Yeah, and that's how she remembers that she learned these things because this is all her telling the story, which is how Tyler wanted um, the next Ghost of Tsushima to happen. Is this where you got the idea? Remember, you're like, oh, well, the next one, they should do it so it's not so factual. That is somebody telling a story, so it doesn't have to be so baseline and based on truth. Maybe that was on the DLC. Uh, Yeah, maybe. I don't know. No, no I remember this. You said this. You said this, Tyler. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's recorded. Oh. We can always go back and listen to it. I won't. <laughs> I'm telling you that this is what I you said. I have slept many a night since then. Right. <laughs> well, anyway, you said and so. I'm uh, when I heard this part, I was like, oh, maybe this is where he got it from because this is basically her. Nope. This is my first time playing. Okay. Uh, so. But if that's the case, they could do it because they've done it before. <laughs> <laughs> so we know they're stuff. willing to do it. Yeah. So there you go. Ghost of Tsushima uh, 2077. Before we get too far into it. <laughs> Were you guys surprised uh, that the occurrence were in it? I mean, I know Chris is. You played this before, right? Yeah, um, like right when it came out, a long time ago. Uh, I mean, the rest of you were you surprised that the occurrence were in it after going through Second Son? I mean, it kind of feels like they did a good job of shedding some light onto them and why they had any reason to be in Second Son at all. But then when you're playing this, it's almost like okay, this probably should have been a prequel that came out before yeah. the game. Yeah, no. yeah, and this very well could like they should have yeah. put this out before they put out Second like an, Son. like a demo or something, you know, like oh hey here's like a or pre-order yeah. bonus or something. Yeah. Also, did you notice that like all of the Russians are Dan Reichert? No, I didn't notice. Are they? Oh my okay. god. So I'll maybe you have the Dan Reichert mob. I don't yeah. know. Like seriously, like every <laughs> Russian I saw was the Dan Reichert skin. Like the bearded face is like literally is him. But I'll get to one of them when we get to that part in the story that I just I couldn't stop laughing as I was doing this mission. Uh, a, a couple quick things it, at the very beginning, they have like the Halo thing where you look up or down to do your inversion. I don't think they've ever had that in any infamous game. <laughs> Second son that wasn't in there, right? But yeah, that was with right the cop, right? That you had to look yeah. at the cop's flashlight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was pretty cool the way they did that. Random. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, that. it's like a staple of, or it was a staple of like determining your play style, but now it's just built into the system whether you're inverted or not. So it doesn't. Yeah. We haven't seen it in a long time. And then also yeah. when you're running from the cops uh, before you find the bomb, did that take you guys very long? Because it took me forever. Forever. Yeah. Oh, no. I just... And then people would walk in. I, I don't know. It was weird. I ran into an un, like uh, overpass. I ran underneath there. No, it, it took me forever. Strange. I feel like I was running around for like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, it was probably it was wasn't forever. that long, but it felt forever. Just a minute or two. Yeah, I don't think it took me that long. Oh, yeah. got, got some pro gamers over here. Cops don't like <laughs> it, so it's fine. I'm great at losing the cops. So what can I say? <laughs> there we go. I played many a GTA. 
I, I kept hesitating on whether I was going to turn myself in. That's why. Uh, <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. Like, no, uh, no, not yet. And I just kept running. I killed some Russians, maybe, and a building blew up. And I, I can't take it anymore. I must turn myself in. But so we flash back after this, after she blows up in this explosion of neon fantasticness, back to Augustine and Curtin K. And um, Augustine it continues to talk like she wants you to learn how to use your powers. Obviously we know that she's creating this weapon out of you um, just from playing uh, second son. So as she's going up, she lets off your little handcuffs because she wants to see what uh, powers you've awakened. And she says, don't do anything stupid. Fetch is like, all I do is stupid. <laughs> Augustine, Augustine turns around and says, no, you're a survivor. And then you get to learn how to use your neon shot with the weak points, which um, with Delson made sense because it would basically, for the karma system, it would uh, yeah. subdue them or kill them. This one, they just, they're just they just weak points. I don't think it matters. Yeah, it's yeah. like a critical hit spot. Yep. Yeah, it's just you got to shoot this guy here because he broke his arm when he was 12, and that's where it really hurts when he's holding <laughs> his gun. Yeah, and it gives you a long story like that every time. I thought that was a yeah. weird mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very much the, like Shadows of Mordor, where you know, yeah, he uses the Nemesis system and it pops up and it's got this whole long story of how no, it doesn't have anything like that. It's not that fun. I did think it was weird that you got their social security number and their medical record <laughs> number as well. Though. Yeah, well, that's so you could, you know, uh, rob them because you're fetch. Yeah, the social security numbers weren't real though. I tried a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm using one right now. Oh, <laughs> So basically, it's uh, just in the facility, you just run around, kill a, little, a bunch of like holographic dupe guys, save some civilians. After you complete the tasks, um, you resume your explanation of things that happened in Seattle. We're, we're missing something here real quick. Are we? Yeah, the holograms aren't just holograms. They were made by Eugene. Mm -hmm. oh, they, br they bring Eugene back in, and I thought that was really cool. And we never like, hear it. We only yeah. hear of him. Yeah, <laughs> all they say is it's another conduit. That they, she says, "Don't worry about hurting them; they're not real." We have another conduit who can make them up. So that's wow. you could tell that, that that was like them forcing Eugene to use his powers mm -hmm. when he was in Curtain K as well. So that yeah. was a nice well, little tie-in. So the last time you go into it, then I knew it because of what you fight at that point. But yeah, I guess I wasn't right. paying yeah. a large yeah. deal of attention at this point. Uh, real quick on the rescuing hostages thing, that was like straight up Rezogun. I don't know if you guys ever played Rezogun, but like the like the color, the aesthetic, everything about resting those hostages was basically the game Rezogun. Uh except obviously doesn't play anything like Rezogun. Yeah, because that's a side scrolling shooter, 3D shooter that you just spin around in circles and everything turns yeah. into little pixels. You it came out dudes and you rescue green dudes and yep. you drop them off. It was launched okay, for um PS4. It was a free game oh, on PlayStation Plus. I played the living bejesus out of it. It was, it was one of the few games fun to play game. on PlayStation. It was a yeah, good like, game, but also it was mm -hmm. one of the few things to play on PlayStation at launch. Yep. So right do you think that was like a uh, callback to that game? Probably not. I just really, really reminded <laughs> me of it. <laughs> I just so. wanted to bring a Brezzo. <laughs> just really I, like Brezzo. Coming next Reza time. Down, okay? Matt Miller would be proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> I actually For thought sure. about downloading it the other day to play. but uh, oh. So funny you bring that up. 
Uh, so back in the city, we get to meet the lovely Shane. I wrote world class garbage, instant debug, perfect, <laughs> perfect person to insert while we don't have Delson. Um, yeah, this guy's. I don't know. He's more hateable, but I'm more okay with his writing. Because... Well, he's hateable because he's the bad guy, right? But it, we're not. It, at least we're not playing him. Like I, I'm more angry at Delson for those actions because they're forcing me to embody that character. Where here, I'm just watching this guy be an asshole and thinking, "Wow, what an asshole!" <laughs> and you get some super fucking sweet revenge. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know, it's kind of like it's almost forgivable. It's like, yeah, make this guy as big of a piece of garbage as you want, you know, as long as I don't have to use him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make that go to just screw Shane. What a perverted loser. Cause he is yeah. immediately like checking you out. Oh yeah. It, uh, it, his writing was super gross. It's like, you could tell it's like this definitely did not age well at all. Well, yeah, that's like, cause we, touched on it in second son just the writing that it's like this doesn't yeah but i feel like this was way worse oh definitely there was nothing that skeezy in the first or the last game but i think multiplied it i think here the writing is more intentional i think with delson they were trying to be funny and it doesn't age well we're here like this is what they were going for with the character yeah they do a good job of making you hate the dude Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah, I don't like him at all. So I don't like him either. But I think I like he is written very well. Where there's a lot of times where I feel like the writing for Delson was mismanaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote yep. that, there's uh, a single person out there who actually likes Shane. Um, don't write in. Actually, I was going to ask you to write in, but I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to cancel that, that email. <laughs> that they would be good friends, Delson and Shane. They would hang out in bars. And... <laughs> Hit on ladies. I don't know. They'd be too busy trying to be the center of attention to be friends, though. Mm. Constantly, uh, just constant pissing match between those two. Yeah. Who can <laughs> one up the other with the biggest douchebaggery? Mm-hmm. Who can outgross the other? <laughs> Who can make the girls cringe faster? It's a real contest. I mean, <laughs> there's no clear cut winner. So Shane tells you that he thinks the Russians may have Brent and they keep kidnapping his employees. So Fetch starts to run off. She wants to find uh, one of the big neon signs to release the gases basically in there so that that will help her run incredibly fast. And they do. Like you end up exploding that one. uh, I don't remember what the sign was. But you explode it and all the little pretty particles fly all over. And she starts talking about how they taste as you run through the like gas pockets. And she, as they're boosting your speed, um, and then she, what you do with the first race and collect the the neon like lumen, like the one that you chase, yep, that gives you skill points. She's like, oh, they taste so much better when they run. I was like, oh, that's weird. Should she's, they have? She's a, a hunter hunting her prey, <laughs> and her she's prey is life. lumen gases of crazy town. I don't know. I don't know if you'd want to know what that tastes like. So, what do you what do you think that tastes like? air i don't know uh <laughs> i mean based off of the color i would say the red ones were like strawberry raspberry the other ones were like blueberry <laughs> blackberry something like that you know whipped sherbet there you go whipped, uh, <laughs> actually i i eat this really good yogurt called uh oh god i can't remember what it's called now but anyways it's like berry flavored or whatever and it's delicious so i would assume it tastes like that 
Well, you've got to say it, then we get sponsorships. I don't, I <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't say it until we get it's the sponsorship. It's some Greek okay. yogurt. <laughs> you'll play. You'll Cho- play. Okay. <laughs> it's, <laughs> nope. It's, it's Chobani Greek yogurt. That's what it is. Oh, okay. that is good shit. Yeah. Chobani. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I will agree with you. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's funny because as soon as like you release the gas in this, is like the, the game completely changed for me. I was like, oh, fuck this. I'm going to immediately collect every single one of yes. these fucking <laughs> blue orbs. Spent yeah. the next hour and a half just running all over the city. I did not care at all. Yep. Yeah, I did all of the races before doing the next set of missions. Yeah. Yep, same. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, oh, man, well, this has got to be the whole area. So I just did all this. I'm like, maybe this game is kind of short. <laughs> like i kind of forgot that oh yeah this is just dlc yep yeah people uh like in recent years have uh made it very clear to developers that they don't want like time trial missions and stuff those kind of side mission structures in their games anymore but when it's done well like here i i love it like and in spider-man which i think we talked about when we were playing second son as well uh they have some time trials in there that are just amazing yeah, yeah and it's not I even that much it. of a time trial i mean you're not timed it's just collect yeah. this little blue thing and if it gets too far away then you just got to do it over it feels Which very think... close to time trial because you are just running through rings after after a thing but you can clear it before like the last ring or whatever which is nice but you could take like different paths like you don't have to go the like there you can hit any of those gases and, and get the, to it. and yeah, i don't yeah. think they necessarily have an endpoint, do they because there were some oh. that i feel like i chased forever yeah, it's just would, if they get too far away from you, I think you lose. Yeah, because like there was a couple times where I was chasing after one, and I, it would like turn a corner real sharp, and I'd be going like this, and just over here, run up the side of the building, and I have yeah. to course yeah, correct. When you, when you go through like an alleyway, and it takes a hard right, and it's like, yeah, oh it's crap, like, shit, how am I gonna get this? <laughs> I can't yeah. turn on a dime. Yep. What is happening to me? Um. So yeah, I, I mean, I enjoyed the racing ones. I thought those were fun. And I also thought that was the only like side mission that was going to happen in that game because I was like, oh, this is all that is here. I mean, there isn't much that layers on top of it, but I yeah, enjoyed it. I'm like, later. I wish they would have had at least that traversal in Second Sun when you could use that uh, the neon uh, faster yeah. than light run. Oh, that yeah. would have been, yeah. been way better. Hitting those pockets and just boosting. Yeah, especially when you're up on the buildings and you hit one of those pockets and do like one of those double dashes and yep. then come back down. Oof. It's fun. Even if they had just given you the infinite run from the beginning, that with Delson, that would have been much better. Instead of being like unlockable or something. Yeah, yeah, they uh, use your points to get to. Um, talking about the side things on the map, quick. What did you guys think of the uh, the ver- the different uh, tagging in this one as opposed to the? I enjoyed board? it. I liked yeah. it. Oof. The mechanic uh, super sucked. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I, with the motion control. Yeah, I was, but I like the. Picture. What the fuck is I <laughs> trying to yeah. get it to line up? Could not do it. Could not figure it out. And then I realized it was like the most sensitive touch controls that I've ever dealt with in my entire life. So it was like barely even moving it. You know, I was like, yeah, this. Mm-hmm. And that was the only way I could do it. Yeah. But and, I like and, the design of it better. Like, yeah. yeah. End point. Yeah, for sure. The visual is way better. But it's weird to me that the spray paint can feels works and like is so good. And then this yeah. one just. Oh, it feels yeah. horrible to work yeah, with. Yeah, it really did. And there would be times where, like, I would, like, try and do the stream, and it just felt like I was, like, all the way over here, and it didn't matter what I did. I just could not correct it. So I'd have to exit out and go back into it. Yeah, yeah man, it's hard to control your stream. I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't cross them. Especially when you wake <laughs> up in the morning. 
yeah, they just kind of fell off. I think they wanted they didn't want to do it the same way that they did the spray paint can, but they realized that you know that was a fun little thing to do. Yeah, but they, they just wanted to use the motion control. And yeah, it just didn't feel right. It was very that was a janky mess. Yeah, it was very touchy. Um, just like Shane, but the nice. designs and the color and aesthetic of it were awesome. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So Shane ends up loading up a truck full of the Russians' guns, and he, I think this is the one where you have to jump on top of the truck as he's just like driving around the city, hopping from location to location. And you're just protecting the truck. Uh, I think this happens two or three times at least in this one. Yeah, twice I think. Twice. Yeah. That's not awful. Oh, that's pretty fun. I had, I had fun doing it. Yeah, I enjoyed um, them. Sometimes I felt that there's, I was like, what? Oh. It didn't make a lot of sense. I know it's a video game, but like, also there's cars pulling out of like oh, an yeah. alley that doesn't really go anywhere. It's like just a sit down place for a restaurant. And also there's a <laughs> sideways truck plowing through. Hey, it's man, like, they're a gang. They're Russians. They're organized. They're there's a lot of Russians. Because <laughs> you kill at least like 60 on just that first run. Like, well, you got to think. I mean, there used to be a land bridge that connected Russia to the United States. I'm sure they have ancestors. They crossed the land bridge a long time. Come on. I like how it's driving fire. through a diner is uh, makes them organized. <laughs> <laughs> Only the most organized people can drive through. I was going to be like, hey, we're driving through a diner over here. That's not Russian. That's, that's <laughs> that is not Russian. That's true. Jacob, we drive through a diner. Oh, God. <laughs> Has anybody played GTA 4 lately? Do the voice yeah. acting for Nico? <laughs> no. I have not nope. played that in a long time. GTA um, finished. Also, why did they all have plastic surgery to look like Reichert? I don't know. Because no. <laughs> they're in a Russian gang, man. They're trying to hide their identities. I don't think Dan's Russian, is he? I don't know. I don't know the guy. <laughs> Could Somebody be. look it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> um, so as you're going along... Uh, he says that they start spotting some of your men and you know, you're hopping location, late location. He's like, you got to help. They're hunting all my guys down. Please help them. And I think you're, is this the part where you start on those rooftops and there's like the weird, there's this weird light fixture that you just stand yeah. by and put your hand on. It looks like a bug zapper. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like the sniper. They call it the sniper's perch, right? Okay. Yeah. What, like, what is this fixture that you're touching? It's, it's a neon it's a it neon looked, picture. That's how it, neon works. It you looks like a tester foil in a way. Oh, I thought it just looked like a bug zapper. I'm like, why are you touching this bug it zapper? It looks like one of those things from like every science fiction movie that like goes up and just collects lightning, you know? <laughs> it's like one of those circle things. Like, it looks like it's watching like Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah. Tesla coil. Yeah, yeah, like a Tesla coil. Yeah. It was probably yeah. a Tesla coil. Something like that. On every rooftop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you knock least... a couple of these. Uh, yeah, why are there so many Tesla coils in Seattle? Like, there's the Space Needle. If it's going to hit something, if lightning is going to hit As something. Nikolai Tesla was from Seattle, Washington, obviously. Do not fact check that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Russians. Um, uh, is he Russian? I, mean, I don't know. His name is Nikolai. I don't know. This kind of <laughs> generalize the name Nikolai. I know in like the prestige, he's played by David Bowie. Does that help? <laughs> he doesn't Acts. speak with a Russian accent in that movie, though. So. I feel like I need to know things about <laughs> Nikola Tesla now. 
Uh, so, okay, you look that up while we go along. <laughs> so, from a couple of these sniper points, you take out some guys, and he, you're like, oh, well, since they're chasing all of your guys, I don't have all your guys just run to one spot. And she's like, oh, have them go to Olaf's, which I think is the restaurant that you go to in Second Son to find Fetch, yep. right? That's the one she likes to hide out, and there's like takeout food from there all the time. That was the one I accidentally killed a bunch of protesters. Yeah. We massacred the innocent. Oh, I was <laughs> playing as a hero. In your good playthrough. And then sometimes you sneeze and you hit the button. <laughs> Can't be helped. With the PS3, sometimes you just set the controller down and... <laughs> yeah. People Drifting die. People. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, so Shane begins to call you the Grim Reaper. At this point, after you save all of his men, Fetch says, I'm not a monster. I'm just trying to help my brother. And of course, yeah, she's not a monster. Look how many people she just killed. Shane tells you he has new info on where Brent might be. And you're like, oh, well, you're not such a bad guy after all. And he responds, does that mean you're finally going to let this old cowboy ride the bull? God, <laughs> I can hate that, dude. Fetch responds, bulls are all males, dude. <laughs> Shane's like, oh, well, you know what I mean. Oh my god! Even the phone calls are cringy. I don't know. Yeah. It's funny when you say it out loud, though. Yeah, hilarious. I forgot that line specifically. <laughs> I made sure to write it down because of that. Uh, I'm gonna so go say that to my wife after this call. Too. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna end very well. I, I can tell you right now. Perfect. Chef's kiss. <laughs> So this is where you are introduced to Jenny. You know, Jenny from the block. Oh, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Who yeah, is... She came out of nowhere. I love you, Jenny. <laughs> uh, so she works for the city and sometimes Shane. That's what she tells you. So this is the part I was speaking of earlier uh, when we get to the Reichert part. So this is where you, she gives you an app on your phone. You can go around uh, scanning these camera feeds. And basically you start trailing this Russian guy who has like in the cameras, like a pink tracksuit on and has the face of Dan Reichert. Who is creepily (laughs) following this lady through all of these alleyways. Like, I don't know. Like, did they know that he used his face for this character? Like, I don't know. I think it's probably just random. I guess that's. I weird. didn't. I didn't even notice. I was just more okay. concerned with this. It cannot be random because I had it, and then I watched a video on YouTube, and that guy also had the Dan Record face. So it can't be random. Okay, like, when you look at my face, do you see Dan Record's face? <laughs> <laughs> we see two no. dancing blocks. Yeah, it's <laughs> going like this. <laughs> okay. What's up with this guy, though? Uh, he's like following this lady to abduct her, but he's just wearing this bright tracksuit. Like, yeah, you're the stylish person I've ever seen. And what's annoying, right, is after <laughs> he's like trying to be incognito for so long, you follow him for like six blocks, follows her up the stairs. And then the first guy that she's like, oh, I think I'm getting followed, just shoots him in the chest. He's like, Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't care. It's on now. Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and then she runs and hides between a dumpster and like <laughs> nothing, another like garbage can. And it's like, why? Why would you stop there? Like, <laughs> I don't I yeah. understand. Get in the dumpster. And he literally just walks up to her, puts his gun in her face, and he's like, yeah. "Okay, 
here comes more of my gang. We're going to get you, but I'm going to drop my phone. Yeah, that, oh my God, that makes me so angry. It's so <laughs> stupid. Why would this professional, I mean, he's obviously not professional. He's wearing a tracksuit and he shot that guy randomly, but still. <laughs> the tracksuit, you're professional for Russians. Okay, maybe. Uh, it's just the, it's the dumbest thing that he just legit dropped his phone. Yeah. Maybe he had a hole in his tracksuit. Mm. Oh, in his pocket, you know, because little extracurricular activities while chasing down these <laughs> ladies. You get it. Um, this guy gets it. Just uh, fell out through his pants, like, you know, it's okay. He's a human trafficker. It's, they probably do he's stuff. He's done like worse that. things than... <laughs> Listen, I mean... He's he... a human trafficker in a... I was going to try to make a joke. I can't make it work, though. <laughs> Fuck it. Move on. Pause the podcast. We can work, Sean. Something about a human trafficker in a tracksuit. I, I don't know. I couldn't get it to work. Trafficker. Oh. Yeah, I like that. Tracks, like human tracks, track is track star. This joke is a fucking tragedy. Oh, tra- 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 <laughs> I didn't get that right either. So then, Jenna comes back and uh, she's gonna trace his sim card so we can find Mr. Human Trafficker Reichert. Uh, Shane calls you and tells you his guys got ambushed and he needs more help. Like, he needs better guys at this point because why are they always getting ambushed and kidnapped? Like, what kind of men did he hire initially? And it was at this moment when I was like, we've reached the variation limit. Yep. This is, this is, this is no, not really because the dupe come in later. So we have reached the variation limit. <laughs> <laughs> you can kill civilians if you wanted. I mean, that's still. A thing. What are you doing, Tom? <laughs> I mean,. <laughs> There was no karma system in this, so yeah. it doesn't really matter. <laughs> so you don't really need to either, though. It's a thing. This is just your yeah. personal morality. It's Abbott from playing Second Son. That <laughs> I think you just really fucking hate Seattle. <laughs> I've never been there, but it seems like you got a deep-seated hatred somewhere in your subconscious. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I just want to be there, and that's why I hate it so much. If I can't uh, have it, nobody can. Yeah. <laughs> it's going down with me. Uh, Shane says he can see how much you enjoy being the Green Reaper. Again, you say, I'm just helping my brother, Brent. I'm not a monster. Pretty sure you're a monster lady. Uh, <laughs> once again, you take a post up on a rooftop to protect Shane's men from the Russians who just come at you in waves. And you're just sitting up there holding the bug zapper. And I don't. What is going on with the weird cooldown? Like, so there's that cooldown when you're firing. It's just like a little half arc over the top that just drains your energy and then you got to kind of wait. Like, you can still shoot, but it doesn't do as much damage because it's just like explosive shots if you hit them in the head. I think so. Yeah. Because that's just, what I was doing. Is I was waiting for them to group up and then I would shoot one shot and make it explode. Explode, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think at this point you're there's like a crap ton of cars in front of you. You're like running through a parking lot, making them explode. I remember, yeah, fun, there was dude. definitely a lot of stuff exploding at this point. But it was like when you're doing this mission, that was I was sitting there playing it and sniping everybody and making them explode, making the cars explode. And I was like, I think this is more fun than any of the missions that you do in Second Sun. You know, well, and it's a lot more satisfying hitting them with that than the weird crap Delson's throwing at them. Yeah. Yes. They just definitely. At least they straightened some things out for this, even though it was just free DLC. I don't think 
Like, I think if you got it initially, I'm pretty sure I got it on PlayStation Plus. I think yep. don't probably the majority of free. Well, yeah, I didn't pay for it. I think first so. life was free because I, I got it. Yeah, I, I, they, I, they gave it away, but I think when it first came out, you had to pay for it. Yeah, correct. That sounds right. Yeah, I definitely didn't pay for it. So free for me. Not for me. Not really. <laughs> You're paying for PlayStation Plus, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm oh, gonna play for it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Like if I want to play online, I gotta pay for it. Now this is free on top of being able to play online. So it works itself out. You gotta remember to check the October games. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did that this month. Oh yeah, Vampire. Yeah, Vampire. Need for Speed. Oh. Mm. I got Vampire. I mean, I got them both just because. I'll probably get Need for Speed. It's free games, so why not? Me two steps. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I think I already have that. I don't know. I have the cop one. I got the need to speed this podcast along. <laughs> well, then I'm going to go a lot slower. <laughs> so then... I, if I pay microtransactions, can I get this to go faster? <laughs> well, on the podcast, you can just kick the speed up so you're just unfortunate in that hitting the listening <laughs> you're, you're talking, uh, or not talking but yeah I know just killing a bunch of more Russians the Arkurans la di da it's the whole thing with this first area so after you kill a bunch of them you get to go hop on top of a truck again yay Shane's like, he could be very profitable. And Fetch is like, no, I don't want to be here. The dupes are going to show up. I want to get out of here. And he says, I know where they're keeping the hostages. You should come meet me over here. And we'll hop on this truck and then we'll drive to the pier and we'll go and use your new weird infrared vision that shows you the neon insides of people that are hidden in storage containers, but it doesn't show you all the people. I was a little confused by that, but it's a game, so. Yeah, that was weird. So you kill a bunch of Russians, look at a bunch of storage things. Oh, God, of course, Brent's not here. DUP shows up on the shore while you're on the docks. Magically, Brent calls you. I have escaped. How did he escape? Like, okay. Just math confusion, I guess. Um, so you escape the DUP. You're running across the city, and she begins to inner monologue. Oh, I'm just so excited to see... Brent again, like you're running along. It's like, oh, I'm so happy. I just can't wait to see him. Can't wait to see him. You get there, and there he is. And Shane turns into a bigger dirt bag and kidnaps your brother. What? Yeah. Shane betrayed me? Oh my God. I'm shocked. <laughs> I can't believe this. Very surprising. So, the moment of 20, whatever the fuck year this came out. <laughs> so, instant flashback. Cool little stencils. Uh, Fetch talks about being a cockroach and how much she loved being a cockroach, getting hooked on drugs, and it felt so good. And yeah, it does. She loses control and explodes again. <laughs> Let's go back to Curtin K. Augustine's there. Yeah, it appears your body is quite resilient. You ask her if she wants to see it. Her body, your body, I guess. That's not a game. It is not uh, kind of a game. And you now show her your stasis blast, which is your little like grenade move. <laughs> mm-hmm. Makes them pop in the air and you can shoot them and they explode into pretty little lights. It's like Christmas. I love that move. It's awesome. It's a lot yeah, of fun. It is a lot of fun. All of her moves are yeah, a lot of fun. So good. Ones, so. Yeah, we didn't really talk about the 
neon singularity earlier, but that's really cool too. Her like, it's not a karma move anymore. It's I don't think we unlocked. Have we unlocked it at this point? Yeah, it depends really on early, how far like, you on with the points. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you didn't get a lot of points or didn't put points into whatever that is, then you don't I get it. But basically, right after that first race, I think they make you for sure yeah. you get it for free. Well, yeah, that movie is super sweet, and I like how it like slowly builds up as you take people out. So it's more based on like just how much destruction you're doing against your enemies. Yeah, my favorite thing about her moveset though is the there's a skill somewhere in the skill tree that makes it where whenever you shoot a weak point, your slowdown refreshes, so you can just yep. have like perpetual bullet time, and it's amazing. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't really delve too far into the skill tree. Because it wasn't that interesting to me. Oh, it's a pretty good skill tree. Mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed. Not a, it's not a very expansive skill tree, mm-hmm. but there's no, fun but, skills. Yeah, to like there. the stasis stuff super helps out and the recharge rate and getting that to, you know, be faster. It, it was nice. It helped out yeah. later on. I don't know that I had any problems in this game. One area had very a hard. Of- <laughs> Got a pro gamer over here. I said it earlier. I'll say it again. <laughs> like I think at a after I got all of the race points, I think whatever I unlocked at that point was the extent of what I unlocked the entire game, and I never went back into the skill tree. That's all right. But who knows? So yay! You get to throw your little um, grenade thingy. Makes them go boom, boom. Uh, you get to do 10 waves. Well, actually, Augustine asks you why you didn't show this before. And you're like, well, you never gave me anything worth fighting that I needed to use this before. So then she's like, okay, here we go. And then put your cuffs back on, walk through another part of the... She turns Mario and says, here we go. <laughs> you run. <laughs> she throws some mushrooms at you. You eat them. Everything's better. You start tripping balls. Run through a hallway to another part of... She's She's actually clean, Tom. She wouldn't do that. (laughs) I'm not that clean because she does take some drugs not on purpose. Not that long before she's back in there. All right, we walked our way around that. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Um, You go to another part of the complex and you get to kill more of the holograms made by Nerd Boy. Is this when they start bringing in the demon ones and the angel ones? Nope, that's the next time, I believe. Yeah, Yeah, that's the third time. This one is the one where you get to hijack the auto The turrets, yeah, okay. That was pretty fun, too. Yeah, and you get to shoot the neon lights out. I think it's like you got to survive 10 waves after the initial, like, make, she says, make this, Augustine tells her to make this reality her own or make her own reality. Yeah. And then, so then somehow that means you get to overtake auto turrets what's funny about it right is they like give you this playground to do all these different challenges and stuff because you can go back once you beat this part and do the different challenges in there it's like they knew they're like yeah we made a really fucking good combat system here because <laughs> in the second sun there is nothing like that you don't get any kind of wave based thing you don't get any kind of combat stadium that you can just go and practice these different moves and like try to like get a good score or whatever they, they, I think they knew back then like that the combat just wasn't worth it. Yeah, but they did in this DLC. They have it where you can do a lot of these combat scenarios with Delson as well. Oh, really? I don't know if you did. say what. Yeah. 
I didn't go back to do a single one other than the ones the game made me do. Yeah, <laughs> love the arena challenges the combat is very fun but i i just don't love like arena based challenges like that yeah agreed it's like um borderlands 2 i think had like mad moxies whatever yeah you know what i'm talking about i know it's the least fun (laughs) i think yeah Yeah. i think if anybody knows what you're talking about it's ryan Mm -hmm. i think it's the first one it's the first one that has mad moxies like dome yeah it's the first one mad moxies under dome yep thank you yeah which is like not fun Beyond the Thunderdome. It's arduous. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I never went back and did any of these um, wave fighting things aside from going forward. Yeah, that's the main thing yeah. I need for the Platinum is to do all these, but I, I refuse. <laughs> I refuse, I say. Screw it. So if we you complete the Platinum these, game, which I assumed you completed it, um, Augustine says, if you keep impressing me, I'm going to put you to work. You're going to be one of my guys. I think at some point she also tells her that all of the DUP people are conduits that were troubled. And the way they got to be agents is they had to survive. And then you have to survive. And then that's the waves. So, And that she's a survivor. Yep. She's not going to give up. And that she loves you harder. Loves to be your mommy. And then they kiss. I didn't get that part. <laughs> right, so, that, it was a different game I was playing. Sorry. As you get back to the city, Shane now is going after the police and the DUP. Because with the occurrence gone, you know, now the DUP is after Shane and his men. Once again, his men are in trouble and need you to save him. Um, you just get to do a bunch more of kind of the same old missions. Save his men keep Brent out of trouble. Um, you take out uh, one of the DUP outposts, which is very similar to the early outposts in Second Sun um, before they became like all concrete It's just, you know, yellow fences and basically Shane's men are being held in the conduit lockups, I guess is what they were little detention fence areas that Stubbs would blow up and I let the people suffer and and you guys would let them go. Yes. For their puppies. Freedom. They had puppies to feed. Kittens or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. I got puppies to feed. Let me out. Uh, so you get to unlock that or you set a bunch of his men free again and then Jenny calls you. Or no, Shane. This is when uh, after you rescue them, she calls Shane a text ass. Great writing. Ooh. And then he gets mad. And he's like, if you cross me, he threatens to cut off little pieces of Brent. And he's like, maybe I'll start with his ear. Or maybe something else. Lady's choice. It's weird. He went straight, like, sadistic. It's very violent very quickly. Yeah. It's like, I I, I don't understand the ramp up to that. If he was like, I don't know. Always uh, like that, just, or yeah, he was just faking being a <laughs> quote unquote nice guy to begin with, uh, to like get fetch under his control. It seemed like that, that was yeah. my understanding of it. Yeah, he was trying to be like the manipulative boyfriend who wasn't actually a boyfriend, just manipulative, but not very good at it. I don't yes. know, yes. 
That sounds right. It seems like he was chasing her more than she cared about him. She just wanted her brother. So, yeah. yeah. So we get to interact with Janai again. She tells you about these fantastic drones that are flying around. But this time she is doing it under the radar. She doesn't want Shane to know. Um, so I didn't mind this one where you get to hack into the cameras, basically, of the drones and then try and figure out where they are from where you're standing and destroy them. Yeah, I thought that was fun. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty good little side thingy. Mini yeah, game? it's a little activity. It's a, it's a lot like the hidden camera in Second Son, but more interesting. Not, it's not, not a stacking in, camera. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's like, a, oh, well, that's behind me. Okay, cool. Yeah, Done. I guess it had like a, a more fun puzzle aspect to it of like figuring out where your location was compared to the moving target, you know? Yeah. Whereas yep. before it was just a stationary thing. So you go from a couple of locations and then every time Jane's like, okay, here's another one over here. And she's like, oh, they just released a new one. It's moving a lot faster than the other ones. I mean, Fetch is like, I'm good with fast things. She runs in her fast. That is a but, gif right there. That's what that is. That is Audio the listeners than have light. no idea what just happened, but that was that was something. It's the most it's internet gold. <laughs> internet gold is what that is. Um, and it ends up being an attack helicopter. Oh my god! Bam, bam, bam. I Which thought it was a drone. Just really fast. I mean, it could be a drone. Very yeah. large attack drone. It was a you don't drone on steroids. You don't see anyone piloting it, so I guess it could be unmanned. <laughs> it was the drone after it hit the gym for a couple of weeks? Turned <laughs> <laughs> into a helicopter. Wedding. Yeah. You even lift, bro? That's <laughs> <laughs> what I did. And then it turned into Starscream, and then you're just fighting a transformer. <laughs> That's ridiculous, no. baby. That would have been a jet. Starscream is a fighter jet. Come on. Ah, uh, whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> Come so Jenny. After you explode it in a nice fiery, you know, yeah. When you of... did you guys get slow down when you killed the chopper? Because I had like two frames a second after I killed that chopper. It I was... don't remember. I don't think I don't so. Think so I don't know. You guys uh, will probably be seeing it if you're watching the video version. You'll see that slow down. It's insane. Unless you use mine, my B-roll, then you may not because I don't know if it happened. I want you to see the slow down. But make sure you time that up right there. <laughs> We need the helicopter exploding right now. Oh my god, that was awesome. Look at that slowdown. Wow, it's <laughs> like we were professionals. That's yeah. crazy. Jesus, like two frames a second. Uh, Jenny apologizes <laughs> to you. I didn't know it was a helicopter. She couldn't tell from the feed. Um, then you get to go over to more drone locations. And she's like, I cracked the code to figure out where Shane has Brent. Fetch is like, I forgive you for the copter thing. Jenny says Shane is starting to throw people in shipping containers, just like those damn Rikerts. <laughs> I said damn Rikerts, not Dan Rikerts. Just, you know. Boo. So you know. <laughs> the Russians. He's doing what the Russians were doing. Uh, so you get to go start looking in containers again, because why wouldn't you want to go look in more containers? But this time... It's funny because when you get to the first one, like, oh, hey, it's the weapon. Like, they talk about you all weird or like Shane's girlfriend or they say something really strange. And then you kill them all. <laughs> like, hurry up and do it faster. You got to get to them before they call. How are they going to call? They're dead. And then you find out, well, they have to report in like something ridiculous like every five minutes to Shane. 
Yeah, Love and it. then you have to like run through the neon rings to make the timer go up, which oh I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a video gamey thing. I get it. It just doesn't make any damn sense. That no, not at all. Somehow makes it take longer for him to call his men and see where they are. It just makes you faster. It's 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 hitting this weird time continuum. Yeah, it's like you're going faster, so time is increasing because you're able to decrease your distance between one spot to the next just read the flash comic book you know there's something in there where you you go Uh, (laughs) yeah it's like a what is that the uh time dilation yeah time what is it pregnant in the flash oh my god (laughs) that is the actual term for it's the dilation it's the speed force there you go All right, we'll take your word for it. I don't remember. I've forgotten it. It's the Speed Force. That's what's in the Flash. Yeah, so you got the Speed Force going through the gaseous circles <laughs> uh, to get to all these storage containers and open them and find nobody. And then, of course, oh, no, this just comes out of nowhere. Oh, Shane figured out what you were doing. Seriously, after second, Jenny. you'd think after the second empty container, Jenny would figure it out because she's clearly very smart and she would leave. Why is she like, oh, let's go to the third container quickly. Maybe he's there. Like, just leave, lady. Something bad is happening. I'll be honest. I did not see this shit coming at all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I think I saw it when there's a point where Jenny says she's just doing this to clear her conscience. And Fetch is like, well, what did you do that you were doing this for to clear it? And Jenny's like, well... Just buy me a drink on a beach sometime, and then she'll tell you all about it. I'm like, okay, well, she's going to die. We're never going to figure out. I did not even (laughs) think about that for a second. I was like, I don't know. I was just playing the game, man. I'm with you, Panda. Yeah, I knew it wasn't going to go right. but Before he actually figures this out, Shane calls you, and he asks you what you're doing. He's like, you seem out of breath. And he's like, are you thinking of me shirtless on a horse again? Uh, uh, it's it's good stuff. Was stuff like that that I like playing video games for. Uh, writing, it's just spot on. <laughs> That's what mm. keeps me picking up the controller. Yep. Um. So yeah, now Shane finds out, and he's like, "Well, it was a test. It was a test for Jenny to see if she was still loyal, and she failed." And he said, no, it was me. It was all me. It was Fetch. Please don't hurt Jenny. I need her for my box of chocolates. And he's like, oh, she stepped out. But you might be able to catch her. And so you run really fast and you find her underneath like this weird fire escape in an alley. So when he says she just stepped out, did he like push her off the top of the building? And if he did that, how did she hit right there? Because the entire top is covered with like a weird fenced mesh fire escape like there's no holes in it i was very confused on what happened to her right there because it looked like she was murdered well i know she was murdered but how she was murdered because it seemed like she was pushed it sounded like she was pushed but there was no place for her to fall i just thought it was weird that after she died she made you adopt a little kid named forrest (laughs) (laughs) he just kept wanting to give you chocolates i mean I'm sorry. Visual laughter only. <laughs> Stop bit me. You know, I was really trying to make that Forrest Gump joke work. So, <laughs> slide I mean, you probably could have 
done something more with run forest run with the faster than light when we were talking about the gases earlier slowing down Fuck. time with Jenny. <laughs> rewind the podcast <laughs> you gotta cut this section out and then put it in the beginning <laughs> we're, we're recording this one backwards yep. <laughs> uh, so yes Jenny's dead Fetch is sad very sad I think she cries tears and then, then she has a panic attack mm, no not yet I lied <laughs> <laughs> Shane tells you that Jenny knew the price of betrayal, but do you know the price of betrayal? And Fetch is like, yes, if I betray you, my brother dies. So now Shane wants to meet with the chief of police. <laughs> so you have to cause a bunch of destruction, which is actually pretty easy because I think you just have to use like the singularity thing once, like on a busy road, and it just sucks yeah. all the cars in and they blow up. I didn't think of that. Yep, I didn't think of that either. I just blew up every fucking car that was around me. Yeah, I was punching cars to explosions. <laughs> oh, okay, well, after cause <laughs> enough destruction, though, real quick, because uh, she's like, he tells you, "Hey, I need to talk to the chief. Uh, get rid of those cops." And she's like, "I refuse to kill those cops." But then she just like kills a bunch of civilians instead. How is that better? Yeah. Why is that better, lady? And then she has to kill the cops anyway in like two seconds. <laughs> yeah. She's not a monster, all right? She's just doing this for Brent. Yeah, as she was killing those people, she's like, for Brent! Ah! All right. Yeah. So what I find is weird is when they're doing the camera for this, they show him like walking into a building. Yet after you cause all this commotion, for some reason, Shane's talking to him in this weird back alley. I don't know. Like I thought Maybe he would have went into the, the back of the building. Maybe they were done with their meeting. Maybe it was supposed to take a lot longer, like Stubbs and I's. Well, but then you get there to where he's having the meeting and you have to defend them from the cops as they're running down the alley, as you're oh. holding another bug zapper. Who the fuck knows? That was the <laughs> only time I had any trouble in this game because I would, I would inevitably miss one cop and once they get past a certain point, you can't aim down and shoot them anymore. Because hmm. there's an L turn in the over. alley. Hmm? Is it just instant game over if one gets passed? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I, I think I re- I had to restart that, I think, f- three or four times before I finally got through it. Hmm. Also, you think these cops would like learn at some point to stop running down that one hallway that you have perfect aim down? Yeah, what the fuck was that? They're just like, the same alley. <laughs> together. It's like, I have blown like six of you up at the same time at this point, so... Well, I think there's a few that like go up on the rooftop. They'll yeah, have yeah. snipers occasionally that are up on the rooftop that shoot, yeah. but it's only like three or four. Like I remember after yeah. doing like two of them, I like would shoot the alley and then look up there, and there would be nothing there. And I think I might have played on a different difficulty than you guys then, because I had a fuck ton. Oh, I don't remember there being a lot of snipers, but I do. I remember there being like the earlier parts with the Russians when you're doing it. I remember there being a lot more snipers. I remember there being a lot of snipers that through that part specifically. Yeah, hmm. mm, just two or three there for me, something like that. Yeah. So yeah. after you're done clearing away the police officers, uh, Shane calls you and he's like, "Oh, the chief of police has something to tell you. I'll give you your, bo- I'll give your boss this, or yeah, I'll give your boss the same deal that I gave the Russians as long as you leave town." So Shane's then like, okay, 
So all you got to do is leave town and you get Brent. And then I get everything that I want. So he tells you that he has Brent somewhere. I don't think he tells you the name of the building, but he gives you the location of where he is. So you run there <laughs> faster than light. And, uh, oh, look at that. Uh, Shane double crossed you. It's a building that is being filled with poison gas. It's a trap. <gasps> it's a trap. It's a trap. This is actually hey. the building that I finally managed to escape the cops in way earlier too, like the exact So you get there and you know, well, you start coughing and he gives you a deal like, Oh well, you know, you're a liability that I gotta get rid of. So I hope you die. You're not getting out of here. You pass out, of course you think back to or you start having your little panic attack you think back to brent and this time it's uh when brent was trying to get you clean uh to get you out of seattle uh he was doing very risky things and she didn't really realize what he was doing until he came back and was like missing teeth and like bloody he was all getting beat up so then she's like i'm gonna quit cold turkey we're gonna do this we're gonna do it together we're gonna go to canada we're gonna get a boat and that's how we will escape and then she goes, ah, neon, Probably. blow up. Let's go back that to Augustine. Yep, so use that exact motion. Is exactly I was going to say that exact level of emotion. <laughs> There's a lot of emotion. <laughs> so Kablooey as well. <laughs> yeah. um, Augustine asks you if you once again held out on her as you have flashed back to uh, Curtin K. You're like, oh, I'll show you my new power. And it is the like homing neon missiles. I enjoy these. These are fun. They're pretty good. You show your neon missiles to Augustine. I'm sorry. What was that? What was that, Tom? <laughs> you want to angle the camera down a couple inches? You know, this is an audio podcast, too. <laughs> people are missing out. I know. This is to get them to watch the video. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. neon missiles like Get a it. weird flapper girl. <laughs> <laughs> so this is when is I like realized red rocket is that like what? the same thing as a red rocket? No, that's a dog's wiener. <laughs> Thank you. That's the joke. <laughs> oh, this podcast. <laughs> Let me get a pen and paper. I'll cross that one out. It's <laughs> not working either. Somebody, somebody timestamp these so we know where they are. <laughs> Make everyone aware of all the funniness. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so you killed some okay. demons. Yeah, so this is where I realized that you know that Eugene is doing most of this stuff because you're fighting the demons at this point. And they're not really as hard to kill as the ones that you fight in Second Son. But... No. It's again, you just run around this other uh, facility part of Curtain K, kill a bunch of the demons made by nerd boy Eugene, who you don't see. Well, you do see at the end, but different reasons, I guess. Um, yeah, you just kill a bunch of guys and then it's like back to reality. Here we are. You wake up and there's a bunch of Shane's guy standing over you saying, I hope she's dead. 
<laughs> pointing <laughs> guns at you. I mean, why don't you just shoot her body? Like, okay, she passed out. I hope she's dead. I hope she's dead. And then they're dead because you kill them. And you're like, oh, you got to communicate somehow. So you take their little headset earpiece, Bluetooth probably. And um, this is where you, you got to travel up and use the satellite dishes to pinpoint the trucks, the drug trucks of Shane. Uh, I enjoyed this part. I thought it was pretty fun. Some of uh, the trucks were moving. Some of them weren't. But I liked the banter over the radio from the guys like, oh, God, I think she's behind me. And you're like, nowhere near the guy that's talking to you. And it's like, yeah, but I enjoyed chasing down the trucks, blowing up all their drugs and then carving in the sweet, sweet graffiti into the sides. Yep. Do you remember your favorite graffiti that you carved into the side of the trucks? It's been like two weeks. Oh, uh, I think uh, <laughs> probably the first one, the Grim Reaper. Is that the one the that Grim was holding Reaper. the noose? <clears throat> I think so. Yeah, that's, that um, was mine. There was a giant mouse trap on. Oh, yeah, I do remember that one. That was good, too. Um, there was one that was like a snake cut up. It was like little sections of the snake that were cut up, and there was like needles jabbed into them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Holding a man. Hypodermic, don't tread on me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's just a bunch of weird stuff. I just thought those looked pretty cool. They were all pretty cool, but like I... They only came back to my memory as you were explaining them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also just watched all my stuff and made notes this morning. So yeah, yeah. Fresh in my mind as I watched my own playthrough again, because it's easier for me to make notes that way, I guess, and kill more time. Um, so as you're doing these, Shane consistently calls you. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pee again <laughs> you're like Cause I, so I'm watching my gameplay to kill time <laughs> uh, anyway Shane's not happy as you would imagine you're destroying all his drugs he threatens to kill Brent and you're like no I'm going to call your buff you're not going to kill Brent because if you kill Brent then you have no way to keep me in line and I will fuck your world up She's angry. She's a little angry at this point. Um, after you destroy all of them, he's like, you know what? Just come over here. Come to the, I think it's the, called the crocodile is the place he tells you to meet him at. Uh, so you run there to find your brother so that you can escape finally. And as you enter the building, somehow he sneaks up on you, jacks you in the neck with God knows what. And you start tripping balls, which is actually kind of fun the way they did this. Yeah, I thought this was awesome. It kind of starts off normal and you're just fighting off like DUP. And then it gets like super fuzzy. You start seeing trails, all kinds of fun, trippy stuff. And then as you kill like the last DUP guy, all of a sudden you're like super tiny. Honey, I shrunk the kids in the lawn of your parents like house. And then the door opens and you see them and it's like a big flashback of when they turned you in and Brent saving you and you're running away and you run through like one of the DUP's characters legs. And then all of a sudden you're transported into this really weird like tunnel vision city. And there's this creepy like skeleton at the end. Like just, you know, he doesn't do anything to you. You can just see him. 
like at the very end of it. And so you run along and you're like shooting DUP agents that randomly come out and they'll grab you and hold you for a little bit. She starts freaking out and like relapses to when a time that Brent was hiding her stash from her. She's like, where's my stuff? Where's my stash? And kapow. Back to reality. Oh, I just shot a hole through my brother's chest into the wall with neon laser powers. I love this part because the way it's explained in the second son, she's like, yeah, you know, uh, I accidentally killed him and all that jazz. But the way that it like shows her mental state and how it kind of devolved as like she was going through this drug, like, like, you know, she went through rehab or whatever, got clean. She's like going through this drug process again and how it affected her mind and how it actually made her do this. I, I thought was really, really cool. Yeah, I thought it's really cool. I, I like Fetch's story. I liked it already in the original uh, Second Son, but it's definitely the one that resonates the most because uh, I'm a drug addict. But um... <laughs> but, uh, I, I think they did retcon a little bit because uh, I, I think I remember in Second Son, they say Fetch says that like, she had killed him because he was hiding her stash and trying to make her quit, which is something yeah. that already happened quite a bit right. previously in the timeline we get here. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, technically it works either way, right? Because that's why she killed him when she was in like that drug induced state because she thought that he was hiding her stash again. Yeah, she like relapsed. So, I mean, I could see them kind of retconning it, but it works, I think, in either way. The one thing that I thought was kind of weird, and I don't know if this was different in second son, but I feel like the way they portrayed their parents in this was like, they weren't necessarily like kicking her out of the house. Cause she was, you know, a conduit. It seemed like it was more like they were trying to get her help and make yeah. sure that she was taken care of. Whereas in second son, it was like, Oh, they were just really shitty parents. They didn't want me. Cause I was a conduit. But yeah, because when you go to that flashback, um, you can hear her mom talking about Augustine saying that she'll get the help that she needs here. Yeah, and like the this lady's gonna help you. They're here to help you and teach you how to, you know, control this and all that. It's like they didn't seem yeah. like they were bad people. No, yeah, they portrayed them in Second Son like they were straight pieces of shit. Yeah, like they just like wanted to get the fuck get her out of here, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But Augustine but he, was a piece of shit, so and now Brent's dead. Now Brent's dead. So remember we had this conversation, I think of how long that crime scene was there, if it was before or after she got put away. Mm. Um, or like if he, Brent died after she escaped, I think. So that means that that building was locked up for two years or so, because that's what it says in the flashback. Like it was two years earlier, like when it would go f- a flashback to Seattle when you're playing as Fetch. Um, so for the longest time that just sat, chained off like that for two years nobody fixed the wall or i don't know it just seemed weird but video games he ran faster than light and time travel (laughs) she just had to get the flux capacitor (laughs) so yeah you kill your brother augustine finds you now this catches you up to where you were in the beginning of the game in the facility Augustine says it was all Shane. Like all of this happened to Brent because of Shane. Given the chance, would you kill him? Because you can. 
and door open Shane standing there. What I don't get is why does she just like scream and run, do the faster than light run directly into him and just knock him through a wall. And somehow he lives. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow that was weird and dumb. So I guess they just needed to video game it out. Give you another level here. It would have been cool though. If like she did that, but then we found out that he was a conduit the whole time. Yeah. And like he turned into like a sea animal with douchebag powers. Yeah. The man next time we get to play a Shane. (laughs) (laughs) Really put the cherry on the (laughs) cherry on the shit sandwich. Yeah. There you go. Now you get to play as the greatest douchebag of all. Shane. This is what you get about Delson, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> but I love this part. Like I I wasn't expecting this either, you know. And I think that's why I like this little DLC thing a lot is there was a lot of stuff in here that was not expected. You know, I wasn't expecting the death of Jenny. I wasn't expecting, you know, that cool flashback sequence like with the drug induced, you know, state when yeah. she killed her brother. I mean, I was expecting that to happen, but I wasn't expecting the way it was portrayed to be done that well. And I wasn't expecting to go to Curtin K and like do this scene where you're like running through these snowy mountain cliffs and like fighting DUP agents trying to catch up to Shane. I thought this whole next sequence was like super well done. Yeah. So it's obviously Augustine like has this all planned out because you don't have any powers when you immediately get out and you see Shane stealing the armored transport. And all of a sudden you're followed by this drone that is for some reason filled with neon energy. Um, so it eventually just crashes into a wall so you can get your powers. Like, obviously, this is all orchestrated by Augustine, which she will say at the end anyway. So you get your powers. You're just basically fighting through the snow. You take out a bunch of DUP agents. You keep hearing them chasing Shane through the radio uh, till eventually he ends up crashing the armored transport. And you find it, rip open the door. Nobody's in there turn and like he's like what i don't know 40 feet away somehow found the worst cliff to climb out onto uh you approach him and then you get to punish him by like zapping i think you zap like his knee with a nice neon bolt and get him like the shoulder it's like just punish punish and he's like shane or you're like brent's dead shane's like well i didn't kill him you did <laughs> that's really, a smart that's, thing to say. That's the smartest thing. Yeah, he's like, oh god, just you know, basically pleads to, for you to help him out prior to that. But then he's like, I ain't afraid of no junkie, and then he just pushes her. And when I did this part, I think because I think you have to release the button to finally kill him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably had that button held for like a minute, where he's yeah. just like gurgling. He's like. <laughs> Right, yeah. He's got like your hands on his jaw. <laughs> yeah, I let that sit for a little while. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, when you kill him, it's super cool. Like he just vaporizes. You just like push him out, yeah, vaporizes like, him into like neon gas and just floats away in the wind. And then she's just like, uh, and then a chopper flies by. And you find then Augustine's like, oh, the uh she she killed the civilian augustine's like excellent she is ready so obviously she was doing this to make her 
the weapon that yeah. you wanted for a second son. And then during that last cutscene, don't you get on the transport with the other two? Yeah, after mm-hmm. this part, yeah. You get loaded onto the transport with Hank and Eugene, and Hank gives you a little winky wink, and then he's like, I, I like that part. paper clip. When, yep, he gives paper that little, clip. when he looks at her and gives her that little wink, I was like, this guy's not so bad. <laughs> he was just trying to get to his daughter, but then you know he killed. He, and then you guys choked that motherfucker to death, but that's okay. <laughs> yep, I do it again. <laughs> he got Reggie killed. All right. Hey, I'm just saying. <clears throat> and thus ends first light. Thus ends infamous, probably forever. Yeah. Damn it. Unfortunately. That's, yeah, that very well could be, unless they really take a hard left. All right. Or just a ghost of infamous. <laughs> just like that whole sequence when you're going out on the cliff and fighting those agents. I, it's so fun, though. And I, I like the environment is so different. Yeah. And again, it's the thing that like about this DLC that kind of makes me mad is like, why couldn't they do this in Second Son? You know, why couldn't you go to a different area for a second? Like you get the longhouse, like beachfront area tutorial to teach you how yeah. to jump and all that shit. But then you're just stuck in Seattle, where it's like this. You go to like the one part of Seattle, then you have the cliffs, and then you have the fighting arenas, and it's just well, there's a lot more variation. Video game area in Second Son. Oh yeah, it was super cool. Yeah, I mean, even <laughs> even the first Infamous had <laughs> quite. No, go ahead, Chris. No, no, sorry. I was just oh. saying, I, I do think that video game area was pretty cool, but it was pretty cool. <laughs> the boss it fight was short, but though, yeah. yeah, that's the thing is it's too short. You go in there for that one boss fight, and then it's over. It's like fuck. I yeah. would like to go back and do something cool like that. Mm-hmm. And and thinking about it now, like even the first Infamous has pretty expansive sewer system you have to explore to reconnect electrical substations, which give you new powers. And uh, Infamous Two, like they're in uh, fake. Uh, Baton Rouge or Louisiana, you know, they're down in Louisiana. So the biome itself is more varied. You go from the city, you go into the swamps. So even though it's all the same map, it feels, uh, you know, yeah, more yeah. different. There's still different. Yeah. Biomes to it. It's mm-hmm. not just. Yeah. They made it rain, I think. In seconds. So. Oh, it was rain. Well, I mean, Seattle. Seattle. <laughs> you guys remember that? The the block with the Chinese lamps that was pretty oh, great. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> More All city but differently colored. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit different architecture to the buildings. Mhm. The very north end of the map you can kind of see some trees and walk around in the grass. Oh yeah. <laughs> True story. Mhm. So do you think that first light was better than second sun? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hands down. How much yeah. do you think they spent on First Light compared to, not, not like an actual dollar amount, but like a percentage wise, how much was spent mm. on First Light compared to Second Sun? Like per well, capita adjusted? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's mm. a hard question. Because they already have a lot of the tech established from Second Sun to begin with that they spent That's money true. there. Because mm. a lot of that is the world was already there. They just took that first part and were just like, okay. Well, so, no, so like, what was this in their overall plan with infamous you know was this something that was planned from the get-go was this an afterthought a before thought i mean where was this supposed to be at so that's one of the things i always thought was interesting while i was playing it, it was where did they take the time to sit down and like this is this is what we're going to do next and then we're never into anything ever again 
You know, it was like, oops, <laughs> oops, we made a stinker with second stunt son, so this will be a little redeeming fact. Or, mm. yeah, was it always planned as DLC? How quickly did this drop after second son? It came out the same year. Same year. So, I mean, I, I probably during production, they realized they wanted to drop a DLC along yeah, with it. Yeah, go into her story. Yeah. But why didn't they do something with Hank and Eugene then? That would have been did. cool. They were in the last scene. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, like, if they was playing DLC, you think they would have? If they would have delved into each one of those characters, you know what they should have done is done that in the game, like think, Second Son itself, yeah. and then taken a bunch of that dumb freaking phone hunting crap out. <laughs> <laughs> the The reason they probably didn't make new DLCs is that Hank and Eugene stories didn't revolve around Seattle, so they would have had to make a new map. But still, like it wouldn't have had to have been like a big. It wouldn't have had to have been a big one because they could have used curtain. I think he nailed it. He he's right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Didn't want to make new assets for the new DLC. They still could have had you going around curtain K. They already had to design some stuff for that. Like they had to have fleshed out some sort of a facility. But it's it's like it's a middling amount of work compared to. I don't know. I I feel like DLC for those. Also, of those of the three. Uh, conduits we meet in Second Son, like Fetch is the one that I wanted to know more about. Like in my mind, that is the character that should have been expanded. I'm glad that they chose that one because I, I don't need to know Eugene's story. I've lived it, and <laughs> Hank's just a <laughs> Hank's just a criminal. Like, well, the thing so with you don't the, know that because he was gonna, he was trying to save his daughter. Like, well, there the thing been a Fetch lot more too is as that game was progressing, they were building her up to be a bigger part of that story. You know, and then it was like as Eugene was introduced, they're like just threw her off for no fucking reason. But you're leading up to that point for so long of like trying to figure out who she is. I feel like that took forever. And then go ahead. Sorry. That's probably why mid production. That's why I think mid production is when they decided to make this DLC. I think they were making all of Fetch's story. And then they're like, wait, we have a whole nother conduit we need to fit in here. We don't want this game to be 60 hours. We want this like a a tight 20, 30 hour experience. So they had to cut back on things and then decided to, you know, all this story that they'd already had written, all these ideas for this character, they decided to flesh out more in the DLC. Well, that's like when we started the second um, episode for Second Son. I was like, were you guys surprised the amount of like the lack of fetch because of how they were like moving her along and then all of a sudden she just shows up twice. Yeah. Yep. The whole second half of that game. Um, I don't know. I just figured like if they were gonna do a DLC, I suppose they never really did a lot past for DLC for the they other did, uh, games. Yeah, just the one for two. What yeah. was that? Then a blood one where yeah. you're like a vampire yeah. or some shit. That was a fun DLC. Yeah. But yeah, I guess I don't know. So, so that's, that, that, that's it for First Light. Yep. We did it. We beat the infamouses. Infami. <laughs> the infami. <laughs> we are now infamous. So we are currently doing Resident Evil 7, uh, parenthesis, colon, Ryan craps his pants. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you Model would like to on join, YouTube soon. <laughs> yes, the actual crapping of the pants. You can see the exact the actual pants themselves will be for sale yeah. on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Get them now while they're still hot. If you would like to participate that in that, you can uh, give us an email. We will be recording that on October 22nd, it looks like. 
um, yeah. which would be two Thursdays from now. The whole game. The whole game. We're doing everything. The whole thing. And nothing but the game. So help you God. And then we'll do a bonus. <laughs> we'll do a bonus podcast on um, how hard it is to get the stains out of Ryan's pants. Also, <laughs> quick question: Do we want to throw in the not a hero DLC? Um, I don't know what that is. It's free DLC that is like kind of like an epilogue to the story where you play as um, a character. I don't want to say anything else about it. Sure, Why but not? it's only it's about free. like two hours long. It's not very long. And it's, it's free, it really not? is. I think it's the real conclusion to, to this game. Then I think so, we have to do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so yeah. <laughs> um, real quick. Uh, we created a channel in the Discord. If you join the Discord, there's a channel in the Discord to leave your comments. If you would rather do that instead of sending an email. I know a lot of people don't send a lot of emails these days. So that's fine if you want to do it that way. It's more convenient. Um, and also... Uh, I want to say, even though we're not covering all the DLC, we're covering Not a Hero now. Thanks for telling me. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> covering all of it, but feel free to write in about it still. We'll still read your comments, uh, especially if you play like, what is it? Ethan Must Die, the weird roguelike mode. Uh, I want to hear your comments about that. Yeah. And also, I don't think any of us are playing on Madhouse, which is basically a different game with the enemy arrangements and stuff. So feel free to write in about that. Make the show better. Yeah. And that's at uh, spelunkers at gmail.com for the po- email. Podcast. Spelunkers, spelunkers podcast, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll, all the we'll links eventually. Yeah, all the links will be in the <laughs> description for either the YouTube or the podcast that you are now listening to or watching. Twitter.com slash the spelunkers. There's lots of fun stuff that happens on Twitter. I think that Twitter is great. I'm doing <laughs> some of the best jokes we have come from that Twitter account. <laughs> Twitch.tv. Oh, yeah. Twitch.tv slash Spelunkers. We are also streaming things. Uh, we got what? Wasteland 3 going on with Ryan and Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, at some point, we will do more Drake's Hollow. With stubs, with I'm sorry, <laughs> but we're like what halfway through the game now, yeah. yeah uh, but we can just give him all of our good shit, he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. we stream randomly, things will happen. Panda runs around naked, but what? <laughs> I don't know, I didn't miss that part. I <laughs> said panda, I didn't say Tyler, I said panda runs around naked. We do stream consistently on Sundays, though. While those streams that we're talking about are sporadic, every Sunday we we do have a stream at uh, of something. I am Pacific, noon Eastern, eleven Central. So you go time, time zones, baby. Time zones. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to be streaming more Resident Evil Seven in VR. Are we? We haven't talked about it, but <laughs> we'll let you guys know. <laughs> <on the way>. <laughs> <laughs> we are now. Uh, it is set in stone uh, so yeah you can join us this Sunday doing something even if Ryan doesn't want to do Resident Evil maybe we'll get some Spelunky in or something maybe or some squadrons. Some, some squadrons yeah we've yeah. been doing some squadrons uh, it's a good game it's a good game it's a good game it's pretty good and then we, when we are back next time we will have a new game for you that we will be doing an exploration on. We don't know what it is yet, I don't think. Nope. Um, and we might nope. just end up playing games with Ryan's heart. And that's 
what the game will be. <laughs> I didn't know my ex was on this podcast. All right. <laughs> Maybe a future ex. <laughs> well, two of us are married, so Chris, that leaves you. Chris. <laughs> I'm just two dots on the screen again. <laughs> now he wants to be two dots hey, on the screen. If you, if you look at those two dots, they are chasing each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's like intertwined or whatever that game intertwined but on oh, a yeah. podcast uh but thanks everybody that's listening and watching this fantastic fun sideshow that we're doing um i i believe we have a lot of fun doing it we have a lot of fun seem yeah, to have a lot of a fun doing it. uh, it's a great time um so we will see you on our streams in the Discord or two Thursdays from now, October the 22nd, with the iterations of Ryan's sadness coming from Resident Evil 7. Thanks, everybody, for <laughs> listening and watching. Bye. Bye. Bye.